Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. You might not know this, but NVIDIA, who is the maker of popular video cards, is sitting at a strategic advantage in the AI or artificial intelligence space right now. So for the next few years, most AI systems will continue to be trained on NVIDIA's GPUs and specialized hardware and also the cloud services that incorporate these processors. However, NVIDIA has been frustrated in its attempts to become a dominant player of AI chips for deployments into smartphones, embedded systems, and other devices. So to address that strategic gap, NVIDIA announced last year that they were acquiring process architect firm Arm Holdings from SoftBank Group and the SoftBank Vision Fund. So once the acquisition closes in a couple more months, NVIDIA will retain Arm's name, brand identity, management team, and the base operations in Cambridge, United Kingdoms. It's, it's also going to expand uh, Arm's Cambridge-based research and development facility while establishing an NVIDIA research facility, um, also like a developer training facility and startup incubator at the site. So ARM will operate as an NVIDIA division. So this is really like a landmark deal because NVIDIA will almost certainly integrate its GPU technology into the core smartphone, IoT, and embedded chip architects designed by ARM, thereby driving its AI technologies uh, further to edge devices everywhere. So let's take a look at what NVIDIA is doing. They're trying to bolster their bottom line. So NVIDIA is picking up ARM for about $40 billion between cash and shares, which makes it a far larger investment than the $7 billion acquisition of Mellanox that closed in April. ARM uh, comes into NVIDIA as a significant cash cow from which its new parent will almost certainly fund a ton of new projects and fill in acquisitions going forward. So NVIDIA's acquisition of ARM is expected to be uh, the acquirer's bottom line, essentially. So once the deal closes, ARM will start contributing its uh, considerable profits to its new parents, uh, parents' own like net income immediately. So NVIDIA's, um, you know, income statement will gain millions of dollars in ARM's annual licensing fees and also billions of dollars in royalty fees. The transaction, which is subject to the usual closing conditions and regulatory approvals, presents a middling return on SoftBank's $32 billion outlay when it took ARM private in 2016. So NVIDIA's bargain on the deal stems largely on the fact that SoftBank had run into a cash crunch after losing billions of dollars due to the pandemic and had bad bets on Uber and WeWorks. So SoftBank will acquire an ownership stake in NVIDIA of no more than 10%, effectively making it one of NVIDIA's largest shareholders. The next thing you want to take a look at is, you know, it's, it's giving NVIDIA a new competitive lever. So NVIDIA's ARM acquisition comes at a time when Intel's next generation of chips um, has encountered major delays. So NVIDIA will be able to leverage the ARM acquisition to contend with Intel across a wide range of mobile, edge, embedded, 
gaming and IoT endpoints. So ARM provides the basic architect for the low-powered central processing chips within smartphones and tablets, from which licensees like, uh, like Apple, Samsung, and Qualcomm uh, are currently part of. So through the licensee, for instance, like Apple, um, which has an ARM-based processor, that's going to re- replace the Intel processors in the next generations of Mac computers. And the deal will give NVIDIA a better shot at displacing the imagination technology as Apple's GPU supplier for its iOS devices. And it's going to be able to enable NVIDIA to serve chip makers who are adapting ARM designs to work in servers and PCs, which um, have long been Intel's stronghold. The next thing you want to take a look at is that it's it's boosting NVIDIA's processor market position. So NVIDIA is rapidly becoming the dominant vendor of processors for cloud-to-edge uh, deployment of AI. Now, given, um, you know, even before the, the ARM acquisition, NVIDIA was already racking up record sales, and it saw its, its uh, shared price double each year. So it overtook Intel as the most valuable U.S. semiconductor company uh, as of this year. So at the same time, Intel continued to stumble in its efforts to bring to market a credible GPU alternative to NVIDIA's flagship offerings. So NVIDIA's ARM acquisition will boldly advance its position in the smartphone market, as well as in markets for embedded um, like IoT and other edge edge devices, which are all segments from which NVIDIA has largely been absent. By contrast, ARM boasts a nearly... Uh, monopoly in in providing IP, which is intellectual property, for mobile device chip architects. Um, ARM currently licenses um, designs for third-party microprocessors that power around 90% of the world's smartphones and many other types of edge and mobile devices. So ARM's energy-efficient designs have been used to create 160 billion chips that have been manufactured and sold um, by more than a hundred, uh, I'm sorry, more, by more than a thousand licensees. So we want to take a look at how it's diversifying NVIDIA's solutions and also their uh, technology portfolio. So NVIDIA is acquiring a firm with a complementary technology portfolio, as well as a business model and also a really nice go-to-market approach. So NVIDIA doesn't design CPUs, uh, which is the core of ARM, ARM chip IP. So NVIDIA doesn't license IP to semi semiconductor companies, which is ARM's principal business model. And uh, NVIDIA doesn't compete in the mobility market, which is where ARM's uh, primary licensees operate. So also, you know, NVIDIA doesn't own any chip fabrication plants, but, uh, but they outsource production of these chips designs to specialized foundries. ARM, by contrast, doesn't outsource its chips designs at all but instead licenses its IP to other vendors that fabricate them either in their own facility or outsourced. So once the acquisition is finished, NVIDIA plans to build an ARM-powered supercomputer that supports AI R&D at ARM's Cambridge location. Um, NVIDIA also plans to expand ARM's IP licensing portfolio with NVIDIA technology, um, especially the latter's uh, market-leading GPUs. So the converged firms will be able to address cloud-to-edge opportunities that combine NVIDIA's AI solutions with ARM's vast array of licensees. Even before this, uh, this latest deal, 
you know, SoftBank had driven ARM's diversification into new opportunities to license its IP into partnerships, into um, like data centers, automotive, IoT, and network processing markets. Um, ARM had already announced that um, it was de designing its um, Pillion software IP for a growing range of low-power, high-performance AI applications uh, running on edge devices. So it's unclear where ARM's AI um, investments will land in the converged uh, firm's um, strategies and solutions portfolio. So in order to support its ambitious uh, plans in the AI arena, ARM already leveraged um, IP from its recently uh, its recent acquisition of uh, stream technologies and treasure data. So these technologies support ingestion, uh, storage, and management of data that can be used in building and training machine learning models that can execute transparently across CPUs, GPUs, and neural network processing units. ARM has already been um, investing in tools that allow ML models to be dynamically updated on edge devices and also to support secure distributed cross-node ML uh, computations. So it's it's important to note that ARM's um, processor design also serves as the basis for uh, Amazon Web Services' uh, Graviton2 processors and Fujitsu's A64 FX processors that are um, used in um, you know the, the these supercomputers. So it remains to be seen whether uh, these ARM licensees, um, whose uh, respective AI solutions portfolios directly compete with NVIDIA, uh, will adopt any add-on AI core technologies. Um, you know, never, nevertheless, you know, even if such uh, licensees um, are able to adopt NVIDIA's AI, we can expect the combination of NVIDIA and ARM to offer more of its own uh, chips. So we're talking about CPUs, GPUs, etc., to power AI and big core data centers, uh, you know, and also like high performance computing and supercomputing um, developments. So we should also expect ARM to aggressively offer such IPs to a pretty vast uh, ecosystem of licensees. So what we want to look at is how they're locking down a strategic supplier for NVIDIA. So, you know, NVIDIA in acquiring ARM will be securing its future access um, to ARM's processor technology while keeping it out of the hands of competitors. So if this deal is approved, many semiconductor, uh, semiconductor companies that would have otherwise been simply been uh, NVIDIA's rivals will become its uh, customers, which is kind of interesting. So NVIDIA has announced its intentions to continue ARM's open licensing uh, ecosystem, a pledge that ha that will be absolutely necessary in order to secure the necessary regulatory approvals. So NVIDIA has pledged to continue ARM's uh, policy of customer neutrality, uh, also like licensing IPs to companies who ha may have already be competing with NVIDIA in the GPU, AI, and other product segments. Um, so let's uh, let's take a look at how they're extending Nvidia's market reach and scale. So uh, last but not least, you know Nvidia is acquiring a vendor with a very large uh, market share and market reach, and also like a huge scale on it by itself. Uh, so for starters, the the deal will expand Nvidia's reach in the development community from the current two million to more than fifteen million. So more significantly, Nvidia shipped uh, about a hundred million chips in the last year. While ARM, uh, you know, ARM's more than a, a thousand, has a more than a thousand technology partner licensees shipping more than, say, 22 billion, 
chips last year, which is huge. That's a that's a big jump. Um, so now they're going to be shipping to about 180 billion dollars uh, billion chips to date, which is astounding. So uh, lastly, we just want to take a look at uh, you know the Nvidia and where they're facing oppositions. So Nvidia's pledge to continue ARM's open source licensing and customer neutrality will be a key element for running the gauntlet of regulatory challenges that's going to you know come up pretty soon. So China looked uh, long and hard at uh, recently approved uh, Mellanox acquisition and may, uh, you know, prove difficult to uh, to actually uh, maintain that, especially considering the strains in its geopolitical posture with uh, with the United States. So NVIDIA's assurance that the ARM site and team will remain intact in England will prove essential in securing the, the country's um, approval, right? So... Um, however, you know, political forces at work in the United Kingdoms might also cause the, the regulatory approvals to be difficult to secure. We we don't really know what's going on there. Um, seemingly to prevent the matter from becoming a regulatory distraction during the approval process, NVIDIA's ARM um, acquisition will not include ARM's two IoT service groups software businesses. So SoftBank had previously announced a plan to spin off um, the two businesses into a new SoftBank-owned uh, like standalone entity, but uh, nearly three weeks ago, like Arm said, it was actually going to halt off the, the the spinning off plans. So the biggest potential challenge for a combined Nvidia Arm, you know, uh, partnership, even after the deal clears uh, all the all the regulatory hurdles, will be whether. Uh, or not, ARM's licensees in the microprocessor um, industry will become comfortable sourcing this key technology from a competitor. So ARM's reputation as you know the Switzerland of uh, the semiconductor industry is at stake. So Nvidia's rivals, such as like AMD, for instance, may seek out alternative sources if they perceive that the deal gives um, you know the, uh, 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 Nvidia an unfair advantage in the battle to bring AI to edge devices. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can contact me at tonyphoang.com for more information on AI, ML, and data science.